Welcome to the Alliance Experience Podcast, a real estate podcast talking all things property management with a side of banter. Your hosts are Sam Riley and myself, Kelly Johnson. Hello and welcome back to, what have we got, episode number four number for us. Four. I know, it's yeah. going so quickly. It is. Uh, in episode number four, we are doing inspections. The dreaded inspection. <laughs> it really is like that. But before we get into it, Cal, how was your week? My week was good, busy. End of the month is always busy work-wise yeah. and then personally, again, busy. My life is a circus. Little so. Foxo's first birthday I party. Know. He's turned one so it was good but you know when you have a party you feel like you have to host everybody yeah and I was stressing you were I was you know (laughs) so it was good he had a really good time everybody was good but I'm glad it's over yeah so much to do and so much to plan and like I always stress I'm never gonna have enough food so I'm glad it's done you had so much food I'm not sure how that would ever have been an issue it all went like it all went all I ate a significant amount of it when I got there (laughs) thank you for coming Um, how was your week? How was Friday? It was great, actually. So Friday, quarterly awards, so yes. High Court's quarterly awards, and we did our Kickstart event. So that was awesome. So that I think it was a about five-hour Kickstart event, if That's I recall. That's a big one. Yeah. So we did a little bit of a breakout session for property management, which there was actually a good turnout. Oh, I'd, good. I'm yeah. Glad. For the start of the year, I think everyone had a lot of energy. Um, and then Chris Helder, he did a joint session yeah. and he, it was so much fun. Like, yeah. honestly, the energy that guy brings into the room. Oh, good. Insane. So did you get anything out of it? Uh, look, I did. So he he's obviously all about useful belief. Have you heard him speak before? No, I haven't. Lisa was saying this morning. Yeah. Nobody is. So it was um, – I, I can't explain too much, but a lot of it is making sure that if you're in a – bad or a good situation if you can't change it he's like there's no point dwelling on it you need to make a useful belief about it okay so that you can then I guess make the most of the situation that you're in and that's what he said is like look bad things happen all the time and he understands that and obviously there's a reality in life but if you can make a useful belief about it then even a negative situation you can make I guess the most of and get the most out of that if you have so that belief for everyone to hear yeah and honestly it's I think I don't know where he gets his energy from it was like a little bunny just running up and down the stage <laughs> the energizer bunny honestly <laughs> Who is exact and he's like not very tall, so it's actually perfectly appropriate Just for him. Just give him some bunny ears. But so good. And everyone I spoke to, great that's feedback. Him. Oh, that's good. And how was Quarterly's? How did we go? Quarterly's was great. Number one for excellence. Yes, your favorite. Nailed award. it. I was worried. You always are, you know, when obviously the last quarter, so it's a t- December quarter. Yep. Okay. We obviously had the acquisition and just a lot happening and Christmas, New Year, everything. Mm-hmm. But no, it pulled out number one. So oh, I am thrilled. Congratulations. Oh, that is very so good. good. So no. the girls have obviously um, worked really hard for that. So hopefully we can keep it up. Did we all celebrate? We did. Good. We did. Good to hear. Good yeah. work, girls. Very proud. Thank you. So what I mentioned before, inspections, like dreaded inspections. See, funny because I used to love a routine inspection because it makes you actually like clean your house properly. Fair. <laughs> Very fair. You know, like we live clean, but then you make the extra effort when it is routine inspection time. Yeah, it's like a spring cleaning like jolt, isn't it? <laughs> well, tell me then. Like obviously this is more of a you than me. Obviously I've been yep. a PM, but you know the best. What is the notice given for a tenant when we're doing an inspection? So routine inspection. Mm-hmm. So notice period for those is no less than seven, no more than 14 days. So why is it not more than 14? Honestly, I don't really know. I'm assuming it's because, um, yeah, that's the only thing I could foresee. So I've done PM um, 
in NT and from it was a long time ago, so the legislation may have changed, but there was no minimum or maximum notice of period. Yeah, okay. Like so, I don't, it's not a bad notice period, but it's just funny that they say it can't be more than 14 days notice. Yeah. Well, look, I think maybe just people forgetting and, yeah, that's the only thing I can assume. So do we, you would email. Like I remember I used to, you know, print all your letters out, <laughs> attach the checklist and mail them out. Yeah. We email now. I think we do. Okay, we do. Good. I also remember that. And you used to have your little dates that they needed to go out because they went out. We would send them on Three day four. Yeah. Correct. So you'd have little tabs on the days you needed to and you'd be signing, what, hundreds of inspection mm-hmm. notices for your property managers. Mm-hmm. What a time that was. But, no, all of ours, well, oh, there's probably maybe a handful, actually, that still get posted. Yeah, well, that would be people that don't have any. Yep. Yes. So we do still offer that, but no, now we um now everything goes through property tree. And honestly, it's like a click of a button and it does everything for you. Well, people are always on their phone, so it's not like they can say they didn't get the notice. Correct. Like I don't ever really check my mailbox. Neither do I. <laughs> Neither so do I. So that's a good thing. But the good thing about property trees, so the notice goes out mm-hmm. and then we have if I remember correctly, I think we've got two or three reminders. Oh, so that's good. email reminders, yeah. Nice. And then also a text I have fairly certain is two days before as well. So there's really no excuse to not being aware because it's email and text. Yeah, so they can't say, I never heard from you guys. Yeah, <laughs> which is why it's so important to update your con- contact details. Yes, that is very important. But I feel like today's day and age, like hopefully people don't change too many email addresses that often. No, you wouldn't have thought so, really. So first inspection, I know mm-hmm. when I'm doing like a new management and the owner's been living in there, mm-hmm. first inspection's after six weeks. That's what we do, yeah. What do you reckon? Like I know what I say as a business development manager, mm-hmm. but what do you think the property managers are looking for when they're doing that first initial inspection after the tenant's moved in at six weeks? I feel like it's a little bit harder. Like so that one is always slightly different than all future ones because mm-hmm. obviously these tenants are still settling in. Yep. So there's, you know, likely still boxes and things like that around. But the biggest thing I find and what I tell the girls is so they have a property condition report done prior to the tenant moving in and yes. we'll do a podcast about that. Obviously, that is the condition prior to these tenants taking occupancy. Yeah. Then at the first inspection, I always like to maybe refer to that to make sure, one, it's accurate. Ideally, it will be and ideally the tenant would have made some of their amendments. But if there was anything on there that also needs to be maybe looked at in more detail or more photos taken or anything, maybe have a look at that first any maintenance that may have come up in that yeah. first six-week period? Because yeah. you know when owners live in a property, they get we set on a maintenance the other day. We did. The they get week. used to things. Correct. Yeah. So looking at that. Um, and then aside from that, I don't – cleaning is obviously a big one, but you've been in there six weeks. Yeah, it's so not going to be like, filthy. Exactly. Yep. So it's maybe just setting the standard then and saying, hey, this is what we're looking at at our inspections. So we're six weeks in. This is – because at the start they're going to forget what you told them. Of course. This is what we're looking for. This is what we'll do in future. If we notice any issues, this is the way we handled them. Um, and then kind of just setting the expectation moving forward. Well, that's what I've always said to new clients. Like, mm. you know, inspections are three monthly, but we do do one initially at six weeks. And yeah. I always say like it's, you know, when people are moving in and you're moving furniture. Yeah. So <laughs> big furniture is getting moved around. I always say like if there's any damage caused during the move in, that's when they can show us or we can say, look, this is done, you need to fix it before the next inspection. Like yeah. my thing has always been checking maintenance and making sure they haven't ruined anything when they've moved all their stuff in. Yeah, we, good point actually. We because never know. Like you don't <laughs> never maliciously mean to, but I know myself, like my couch foot has taken a chunk out of a wall. Yeah. I actually had one where the um, the removalist fan took out a tree. Okay, that's yep. beyond. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was next to the driveway. Thankfully not a huge tree in the owner, didn't mind. But these like things happen. Tree lopping. <laughs> 
that's oh. hectic. And on that, actually, another one, removalist trucks, I think, again, also um, paving. So I've had yes. a few of the big heavy trucks cause some issues with paving. Yeah, that's fair. But it's also you just got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the first one. Um, and I think so the notice period you spoke about before being seven to uh, between seven and 14 days, mm -hmm. the other thing to think about is the notice that you have to issue. So the Form 19 uh, notice of entry, that little form that everyone hates. Yeah, so is that just for inspections, that form? No, it's for any proposed entry. That makes sense. Yeah, but um, but that's always a good one to be aware of because I know that some people, and we did it right at the start when it first got introduced, but the the times that you need to be putting in there yeah, before like lunch, after tax, lunch, yeah, it things never like used that. to be like that when I was a property manager. No. So do people actually hold you to that? Yep. Very much so. Oh, really? So they yeah. know if you're coming in the morning. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. If I'm running, even if I've been running like 10 minutes late, I've got a message I'm like, you're coming. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm on my way. Do you find that like this is just getting off the time frame around them? Do you find that tenants are home for inspections? Uh, I think it depends. Obviously, I don't manage that much anymore. So mm -hmm. for me specifically, I would say school holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Always. Um Outside of that, not really. Yeah. I think there's probably a little more now in, after COVID times with work, work from home, home options, um, but I don't have a significant amount that are home. Because I always think like my tenants were never home back in the day. Yeah. Like I hear the girls talking sometimes and I think I used to do like eight inspections and none of them would be home. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting now, but it makes sense with people working from home. Yeah, and then I think it has changed and like a lot more people I don't know, they just like being at home and they like being there. I think if you have a good relationship with your property manager, then it's slightly different. But if they're new tenants to us, then you can kind of understand why they still want to get to know you, still want to make sure that you're, you know, going around. They want to know what you're doing as well. Like they yep. want to know what you're looking for. Yep, and what you're checking. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's probably a, it's maybe more of an even split than it used to be. Okay, interesting. So then what do you guys look for at the three-month inspection? So that would be obviously quite different, I think, because they've settled in, in a perfect world there, they've got everything set up, they're, you know, they're living the property every day, they've been in there for what, oh God, my maths is terrible, um, let's like say 18 months, <laughs> oh God, yours is no better, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, about but that would make sense, go for me here, people. so then at that, <laughs> at that point, it would be more cleaning, gardening is a big one, oh, cleaning, yes. gardening. So that's probably something we didn't actually mention in the six-week one. But you've lived in the property now, so the, the property is starting to get that everyday wear. Mm -hmm. So those chips we spoke about in our maintenance podcast from vacuuming when there's no skirting. The things oven like, might be dirty. Correct. Yep. Um, so and do then, you open an oven? I do, yep. yep. I always open an oven. What other cupboards would a property manager open? Uh, I would everything under a tap essentially or in a wet Anything area. plumbing. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I think... A lot of tenants do, until you explain to them why you're doing it, they do get a bit iffy because they think maybe you're going through the cupboards. Mm -hmm. But once they kind of know that you're wanting to make sure that there's no leaks, there's nothing that could cause, cause future damage and things like that, they're much more understanding. Yeah. So I do think it's always good to, um, especially if they're there, tell them why they're doing it. That's the thing. Like if you have open communication, people aren't going to mind. It's just telling them what you're doing. Yeah, especially yeah. with, and, and I've always, I always found it weird when I first started opening cupboards when they're there but not letting them know why. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm like, oh, I'm not going through things, I promise. Like I'm just doing this. You start opening the <laughs> fridge like, hello. Oh, So I think um, so. that's really important. And I think on that, a big one is 
flexi hoses and I know this is an I argument knew you were yeah. gonna say this that, that this is good let's go Sam what do you think about oh, a flexi I don't hose? know so this is I struggle with this one and this is an argument that every property manager I'm has I'm ready for it <laughs> should you be checking flexi hoses and if you should what should you be reporting back to your owners do you think well I'm not a plumber exactly <laughs> so this is where I find the hard one the, i'm very you know me i'm a very right and wrong black and white person yeah i think you open the cupboard that mm -hmm. has plumbing in yeah look at it you take a photo of it it's common sense as to if the hose isn't dripping if you like if you wanted to check it so maybe you could turn the tap on yeah let it run so then you could check if there's a drip that's it i'm never gonna know if that part if that flexi hose is gonna burst within oh, no. a week or two so i think anything beyond that you can't expect the property manager to check. Yeah, and I, look, I tend to agree with you because mm -hmm. I, I actually had a conversation with one of our PMs the other day about this exact thing and and like you said, visibly, yeah, if it's fraying or visibly damaged, then naturally you're already going to report that to your client. for years. Well, that's, that's the thing. Exactly. But the thing is you don't want to report on there that it looks perfectly fine and then seven and days bursts. later it bursts because yeah. we all know how much damage it can cause. So I, I do look under the sink and I do I kind of, encourage my property managers to do the same but you're right we're not professional plumbers and you don't so i feel like the opinion. onus on us is a little unfair at times yeah. for some of the things that we're supposed to look at i agree but i think as well like maybe expect to look at is probably a better way of saying all you it. can do is turn it on and if the flexi isn't dripping then i believe <laughs> you would say it's in working order well yeah and that's it so then with gardens, because I'm a green yes, thumb, as I you know, am not. I'm a very big green thumb. So I, I know what garden. I would look for in gardening because I know I'm psycho on that. What do you reckon, like when you're looking at a garden for an inspection, Yep. should it be mulched? Uh, so mulch, I don't believe is a tenant responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love a good mulch garden. It looks so nice. It does. However, it's one of those things is I don't think it's something a tenant should be upkeeping. You know, mulch deteriorates over time, yep. things like that. I wouldn't expect them to do it. If they want to, please go ahead. Any tenants <laughs> listening, please mulch, please mulch all it. you would all you'd like. But I don't think it's their responsibility, no. So like no weeds. I think for garden beds, definitely no weeds. Yep. Uh no grass runners. That's a big one over here. Yep. Um and then for the lawn me personally, making sure that it's mowed and edged. Yeah. Yeah. That's not enough. Then the other thing is in terms of weed and feed and stuff like that. I guess that's on a case by case basis. But what about and, pruning? Like you know, this is again, yep. like I know another gray area. What I say to owners when I'm listing, if I could cut it, me now standing in flats and hold some cutters, mm -hmm. I would expect the tenant to do it. Yeah. If I need to get on any sort of stool, including my five year old daughter's stool, I shouldn't be expected to do it. Yeah. So that's what I say to them. Look, you would have to get this pruned, um, including for like inspections, if that was something you're watching. Mm -hmm. But what do you think? Like, do you think a tenant should get on a ladder and prone? No. So I've always said anything above standard ladder height, okay. out of reach. Yeah. That's what I go on mm -hmm. because you don't want to be telling tenants to climb this, climb that, and then have any sort of injuries. Yeah. So I've always said that. But then also what comes into play is sometimes the shrubs are below ladder height, but the property manager hasn't picked the tenant up. And so then, then they've got beyond. Yes. Yeah. So at that point... What then do you do? I think still the tenant responsibility, but I think the own, I mean, the property manager, sorry, should be maybe yes. being a little bit more careful routine because yeah. that has happened. I think you're 100% right. If they were initially at tenant height, so the tenant can prone. Yeah. But again, that's something that needs to be checked at routine inspections. Yeah. So yeah, that's more of a what a property manager needs to check yeah. and remind the tenant because tenants forget. I'm yeah. a tenant. I forget. Like yeah, well, I, of course. 
So if it's a friendly reminder, <laughs> not like a breach, you know, you've done this, yeah. friendly reminder of, hey, you need to prune this, then I think that's reasonable and any tenant will understand. Yeah. And I think that brings us to a good point in, again, making sure that you're telling your tenant yeah. what your expectations are, but also if something is wrong. And if something is right, like if it's a fantastic tenant, you've had a fantastic inspection, how great is that? Like your day is in a good place because you don't have to do something about it. See, that's but the telling thing, isn't them. It? A property manager getting nervous. I never hold back. I was never <laughs> nervous in telling a tenant. But do you think that property managers do get nervous in picking a tenant up from something from a routine? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's hard to because you, you obviously don't want – you're not picking up them on how they live because everyone lives differently and yeah. that's fine. But if there's concerns with especially the gardening or cleaning that may cause some damage in future or damage alone is they don't like confrontation. So I think fair. some, no, not not all of them obviously. So I think it's fair to say that in some instances they're probably uneasy on how to broach the subject with the tenant, especially if they haven't yet maybe made that good relationship. Yeah, so they're nervous to have that conversation. But it's one of those things, just pick up the phone. Hey, yeah. while I was there I noticed this needed doing you know, it's not an issue. I just wanted to let you know, next inspection I will be checking on it. Yeah. And the tenant will probably take that better than an email. I you agree. Know how everyone takes them in writing differently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. So I think that's it is good to be aware of. Um, I know we leave little cards. I can't even remember what they say. Honestly, that's how it's terrible I am. But yeah, it was like a little card and it has like a little smiley face and then like a sad face and oh my God, <laughs> circle the sad make face. little notes. You make me sad. <laughs> and it says get in touch with us or we'll get in touch with you and stuff like that. And then the girls can leave little notes. But I know that if there's pen and paper there and it's a great inspection, I'll always say, hey, thanks so much, awesome inspection. I used to write that. Yeah. Scribble. Yeah. Like it takes two seconds out of your day, but at least the tenant knows, one, you've actually been through. Because how many times if you're not leaving oh, something, does a tenant say, did you actually go through? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Uh, and two, that they've actually done a good job. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But what if it is you get to a routine inspection and the tenant's punched a hole in the door? What happens then? Oh, I, th- I think this, again, case by case. Okay. If you've had issues prior, then I think your action would probably be slightly different as if this is a first instance or not. Mm-hmm. So I think take that into account. If they're being absolutely fantastic tenants up until that point, I'd be probably slightly reluctant. Reluctant try that again, Um, to breach straight away without having a conversation with them and the owner. And I think if if you have that conversation and they're open to making sure that that's done pretty quickly, I don't always like to breach on that first instance because things happen. Yeah, yeah. Give people the benefit of the doubt, get it sorted. However, if they've been an ongoing, let's say, yeah, problem tenant and things have happened, then I'll always do that breach. Got to cover the client, which is our owner. So what's the breach? What breach is it? What breach notice would you... So you, it's a breach notice? Yeah. I've just forgotten the. No, you're fine. No, I mean, like, is it seven days? Oh, sorry. Day? The period? Yeah. What happened? Jesus, can't put me on the spot. Sorry, well. I'm That's just right. trying to tell the people what they <laughs> want to hear. So you would send a breach for non-payment of rent and that allows them 14 days. Okay. I mean, not for non-payment, other like, than non-payment of rent. Did you see me looking yeah, at you? Yeah, I did. Like, would you I like to look. come back to us here? Try so? that again. Sorry, it's Monday. Guys. Give me a break. Breach for other than non-payment of rent. Other than, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So that outlines what the issue is? Yeah, so you'll go okay, through. Cool. Ours has a, like a little bit of a cover letter as well, so it outlines it there. We're not sorry for this. <laughs> <laughs> but then on the, yeah, the actual prescribed form, it just goes through exactly what they need to do. Um, and, it, yeah, it gives them 14 days. Yep. I like to rebook the date and the time on that letter as well good just idea. so they know. So they know um, exactly when you're coming back to check on it. Yeah. That's good. 
I just think it's easier. Sorry, I'm just, you know, I'm asking the questions. Then I guess you have a conversation with your client about what they want to do. Like, what can they do? Well, if they would, if it's bad and they really want to push it, they can issue a termination for that breach not being adhered to. Okay. I'll be honest. In my what thirteen odd years, I think I've only done that twice. And I think as well, just like in the current climate, I don't mm. think a judge would actually kick a tenant out no. for a non-remedy of a breach. I think unless unless there is. A, significant issues which I have had before and that's why we've done it before is a lot of owners just kind of decide that it's not that their best course of action yep um and you know I guess that depends on exactly what the issues are whether the tenants have been a problem how long's left to the lease all of that well it's also good as well like if you're doing a routine and the tenant's done something like when they eventually do vacate and need a rental reference you can see all that on the system. Yeah. So you can see if they were breached and how they handled it. Because like you said, sometimes people do just have life happen and they need to get breached. But if they fixed it and handled it correctly, then yeah. you're not going to have any issues giving them a good reference still. Exactly. And I think if they, most of them when life does happen, like mm-hmm. you said, is they know, they're aware, you know, and they're very accommodating. They'll do it you to get it sorted. So I don't think that's really an issue. So I think it's it's quite nice when... When they do just fix it? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, okay, another question because okay. I'm just hard hitting you with questions. Of course. Tenants refusing access for routine. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, so I'll be a property manager. I feel like I'm right. like, walk, 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 knock on the door. Hello, I'm here to inspect. We've got keys. Mm-hmm. Um, my keys aren't working, hypothetically. Okay. So I can't get in. All right. And then tenant opens the door like, no, you're not coming in. Go away. Well, okay, yeah, first just, of all, we could do a whole podcast on how much I hate keys. However, we won't. Keys, guys, she really, it's a bane of her existence. <laughs> I just don't understand how it can just be an ongoing problem with every office. But anyway, aside from keys, if they refuse access, can't go in. Can't go in. No, even if you've given so the entry. Yep. Oh. You've done all the right things. But at the end of the day, if they say no, don't go in. Okay. So what you would then do is you would try and negotiate another time that's suitable, another date, another Oh, afternoon, morning, whatever they want to do, and mm-hmm. then you'd reissue an entry notice. That's what we would do. We mm-hmm. send, we give them the opportunity to make that change. If they then don't allow you that second time, that's when our office would issue a breach for not allowing access. Okay, that makes sense. I don't like to issue it for the first one because, again, life happens, things happen. Yeah. People reschedule for genuine reasons all the time. Yeah, well, I guess on the rescheduling, when you issue the notices, do you find many tenants reschedule? Like as soon as mm-hmm. they get their email for a routine inspection, do they reschedule? I think that depends. Oh, maybe for me, it's a bit seasonal. Okay. I think if it's school holidays, I do get a lot of reschedules. Winter when everyone's sick. Well, yeah. So they those sorts of things. So school holidays because they've got kids at home and they don't necessarily want to have an inspection while the kids are home. Yep, can probably understand. Um, sick is a big one. So obviously, COVID, we won't even go into that. But that was a big one. So there was a lot of reschedules there. And also, I know a lot of agencies did virtual inspections. Mm-hmm. Um, we did too. Uh, but then I find. Mid-December through to mid to end of January is your big one. So we try not to book too much in there. I know in my life you've got juggling of school holidays, Christmas presents everywhere, stuff everywhere. I wouldn't have wanted a routine inspection then. So we do try and, yeah, avoid those areas. But they're, like I said, for me, seasonal. Yeah, okay. And then, of course, you know, the occasional if they're going away on holidays, got family staying. They're all the genuine reasons that I'd actually be happy to change. I remember when I was a PM, and I used to go and do an inspection and then I feel like 
the next inspection after that would come around so quickly. Like I felt like I was like, I was here last week. It's crazy sometimes, isn't it? So legally speaking, we can inspect every three months. So it is no more than four in a 12-month period. So do you find, because I'm having these conversations with new managements, do you Mm -hmm. find owners are pushing it out more, like to four-monthly or six-monthly or what are clients doing? We, I don't think we have a huge amount that push them out. We have some long-term tenants that are on six-monthly. Because they've been there for a long time. Yeah. Um, And for me, long time is I wouldn't be doing every six months unless they've been at at least four or five years. Oh, like really? For me personally. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I, I think you've got to prove. Like two years is long because you think in two years, that's a lot of inspections. Eight inspections. That's a lot. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I'm a bit too hard You're on a bit that harsh one. harsh on that. I'm <laughs> so surprised. sorry. Maybe I just like doing inspections, <laughs> visiting my tenants. They all do love you, so you'll be fine. <laughs> but, um, then... but, yeah, I think that once they're long-term and they've essentially, I don't want to say prove because I think that's probably a harsher sort of word. but I know what you mean. Yeah, when you can see that they're clearly looking after the property well, and they're probably going to be there for a longer term period, then the risk is less pushing it out to six months. So what does the owner get in terms of like the house has been inspected? Because I know like me, again, back in the day, we'd print a full like detailed report on each room and then I would attach like, you know, six pages of little photos yeah. so the owner could see the whole house. Did you used to have the carbon copy inspection yes. paper? <laughs> or when you rip off the one page, so you leave one page for the tenant, we take one page and then you print out the photos. Oh, it's nuts. The time that went into yeah. that, honestly. Crazy, hey? So we don't do that anymore, oh, thankfully. <laughs> Um, so we use Inspection Express. Okay. So I'll put it out there. Great, great product, great yeah, software. You do like it. Absolutely love it. That's good. Um, we we don't probably use it to its full potential. I did get a bit of a lecture from uh, our rep on Friday saying we need to look at the 360 tours. Okay. So that is something that we may may look at this year. Um, but for us, it's a it's a detailed report. So it's it, very easy to use. And you can go through and do all of the information that you need to in writing and then take the photos and those photos attached to the room Perfect. as well. So then they're all clearly labelled. And then someone can open it on their phone. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Do you find so the owners like that? Most of them. Yeah. If I'm honest, I don't think that there's a huge amount of our owners that actually read the text anymore. I would have. So we, we have started to maybe condense that more and than do anything more photos. and do more photos. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not, it'll never be non existent. You still need some words on there. But yeah, we have found that feedback is that they mainly go to the photos. So do they get the report on the same day as the inspection? In a perfect world, yes. Yeah. So pretend we're talking perfect world. Yeah. So we've tried to put in place that the inspections will go before that same business day. See, that is so good. Like as an owner, like you can go, oh, they were there today, so this is a photo from today. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I, I think like you'll that. find that um, once the property managers have kind of got their head around the software, especially if they're, you know, just learning, but once they've been to the property a few times, a lot of them will be sending the report once they walk out the door and they're sitting in their car. So that's perfect. Yeah. And that, like I said, that's great for us. That yep. syncs back to our software, close it off, all done. And you know that it's been dealt with. Yeah. yeah and there good. is... um. And look, I don't use it, so apologies, Inspection Express. But there is a little maintenance section on there now as well um, that you can kind of put all your notes. And then there's a little, like, it's, I think it's a little broom icon and you can make a note there, tick that, make a note of what the tenant needs to do, and it actually collates another report for, for the, the tenant, tenant that you can actually then send them. See, that might be like a smoother way of giving them feedback. You can yeah. just say, oh, it automatically pulls up from our system. Yeah, and I know, like I said, I noticed it the other day. I haven't gone into it yet, but a few of the property managers have started using it and love it. So then that brings me to 
What about outsourcing inspections? So mm-hmm. I, again, like that, like when I give one of the girls a property to manage that, then the owner knows that that girl is going to be who's inspecting it. Yep. But that's not always the case. No. Okay, talk to me. So we we do outsource when we need to. And by when we need to, it's mainly for annual leave purposes. You know, we've got a big team here now. So what I feel like is is we've got a few people away, then outsourcing those routines will just alleviate some of the stress. Yep. Um, there's pros and cons. I love it in that way. It really helps us in that scenario. We've got a property manager that's portfolios well, that's being. Off. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do it permanently. Okay. In my opinion, and that's just me. No, like I, I know there's heaps of office, offices that do and love it and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the inspections that we've had outsourced are done perfectly. Yeah. So I haven't had any issues yeah. with any of that. It's just I personally agree with you. I like the property managers should be seeing their properties. And, look, I don't think outsourcing, like, is an issue, like you've said, and how we use it. But I do think the person who's going to be handling the maintenance, handling the tenant, handling yeah. any issue should be actually physically seeing the property. That's how I see it as well. The only um, – probably the only time outside of annual leave that I'm okay with outsourcing is if we have properties that are being inspected out of area. Yep. And okay. we don't like to take too many on, obviously, but mm-hmm. – the occasional one sneaks in and if that's the case then I don't mind outsourcing you know every second one or yes so then it's a balance well yeah because I feel like there's nothing worse than an owner saying hey what did this look like and you were the one that saw it so you're going off the photo which is what the owner's going off and it's if you don't have that information I just not only do you feel silly because you can't explain it but then you're going to have to potentially go back to the tenant get more information and then there's just you know a bit more work involved I think no that makes sense Look, I was very impressed with the girls over Christmas because how many of them came back from inspections with presents? Oh. So we must be doing something right. <laughs> they really did, actually. I little, little like, gift boxes and little like chocolates. things. Yeah, it was lovely. So I definitely think we're doing something right there. Yeah. I, look, I do agree with you. Um, and just before we finish up, there's one more thing I want to speak um, about with inspections is pets. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Can I just I- want to get your opinion on that. On, I guess, mainly and by mainly dogs, really. Yeah. But in your opinion, what property managers should do if there's dogs at a property? So I'm, I'm to safety. Well, you know my dog. So my dog's Barky. Yes. Like if you didn't know my dog, Mm -hmm. you would be like, wow, she is a lot. Yeah. But she like wouldn't hurt a fly. Mm. But I think if you were coming to the house for the first time knowing Billy, I would lock her outside. Like what I would do. I'd lock Billy outside. I would personally, as a tenant, leave a note on the bench with like a treat. Yeah. And I'd say, I know she's mouthy, <laughs> but she's lovely. And then I would hope that that works. But like not all dogs are lovely. Yeah. So, again, that's a tenant thing where you have to hope that the tenant goes, if their dog is bad, they'll be home. Yeah. And look after it. Because I wouldn't have an issue if I left my note and mm-hmm. the treat and the property manager still didn't want to go outside. Yeah. I think we probably need to be aware of that because – well, because my dog, so also pretty friendly, but mm-hmm. one of them, I just wouldn't know. And I don't okay. want to put someone in that position. What, so you worried that they'd just not 95% like an of the time would be absolutely no dramas whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But if she's having a, she's a husky, so she's. So she's having a bad day. She's got some attitude. Yep. So if she's having a bad day, I just wouldn't want to risk someone's, you know, well, technically, I'm going to say laugh. It's probably an Safety. exaggeration, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So previously with my inspections, I've always tried to be home just so I can be there with them. And at the times that I haven't been home, I've emailed my property manager and just said, hey, look, I'm not going to be able to be home. Would you mind 
taking photos um or do you want me to send you some photos after the inspection i just like and i knew she didn't like dogs either so i was like i just don't want to put you in that position where something may happen you know it probably won't but i just think that's a big one like and i say the girls here if they go to a property and there's a dog inside or a dog outside yeah i said if you're not comfortable don't go in but it's also the same with cats. You know, people that have a cat and the cat can't go outside and yeah. they open the door and you have that instant panic that the cat's escaped. I remember doing that once. Oh, and I chased this cat down the street yeah. in South Perth. It was a bad time. I've it actually was. done the same thing. And you're like stressing. Yeah. I actually misplaced a dog once too. A dog? Yeah. How? Well, it was hiding. I didn't realise. It was in Mullaloo and I was walking the streets for like a good 20 minutes and I rang the owners and I'm like, I'm so sick because it was a home open, not even a routine. I was like, I'm so sorry. We got back and they looked where the dog likes to hide behind the air convent and it was there. I remember this. And mm-hmm. you were so stressed. Oh, honestly, so oh, stressed. Nice. But again, comes down to hoping that the tenant or client yeah. gives us the heads up because you're right. You can't force a property manager to go anywhere that might make them nervous. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and that also implies we were talking about pets, but people. No, sometimes people have a bad day. And if you get a bad feeling, I'm all for leaving. Yeah. Hundred percent, and I know that the property managers feel guilty sometimes. Like especially the girls here, they'll ring and say, "Hey, like I just don't have a good feeling. Like, what do I do?" And I'll be like, "Leave. It's not worth it. Like no. your safety, personal safety. You know, I agree. Front isn't worth especially it. if there's a like, you know, there's a stranger at the property you've not met before, mm-hmm. or you know, if you get a weird feeling, I do not care where you're at or what you're doing. Always leave. Yeah, it's, yeah. And I'm, I'm a big believer in that. I was like, we can rebook a routine inspection for any time. But if you feel unsafe, I don't want you going into any sort of property. Well, that's good. And that's, but you're, see, this is the difference. Like, as our boss, you manage all the girls. You are very good with that, that you're black and white. Mm. If you're not happy, not comfortable, just go because your yeah. safety is not worth it. And I like that. Yeah. And I feel like you probably, in this day and age, you just don't know. So you really need to be like that. We can't risk it. Like, even if you just get mm. into your car, call you if they don't want to make the decision yeah. and then go from there. And you're going to say the same thing. So, yeah, exactly. Yep, no, I agree. Perfect a lot of uh routine inspection conversation it is and again worried i didn't have enough content and still could talk about it you have forever worrying about i know it's just one of those things no we're covered on that i think you know we're just getting into the podcasting and i just always think that i'm never going to have enough to say and then realize i don't shut up we just need more people to share our podcast so i'm going to do a shameless plug here (laughs) um please share our podcast so more people (laughs) listen to it that would be great yeah and also content if you listen to it and you think there's things that we could be doing podcast on let us know if you have questions that we can expand on because you all know by now we can talk yes very much so and we're only doing what you know our opinions and our experiences but if you guys have got things that we haven't even mentioned or probably haven't even considered yeah let us know feedback is always good hit us up on instagram or message me or call directly easy well thanks so much for listening guys thanks thanks for listening to another episode on the alliance experience Don't forget to follow us on Insta, alliance.leasing.